It's a happy day to clear victory. My name is Andrew. You just joined me on the call. Good morning, Brother Andrew. How are you? This is Brother Michael. Brother Michael, God bless you. Happy Friday. God bless you, too, sir. If I might ask for a prayer request this morning, I'd like to do that. Uh, yes, sir. Hit me. My, my daughter-in-law, Shante, is... Uh, is in the hospital with COVID-19 in Maryland. And her son is also in there, Ramel. He's about nine doors away from her. He just entered into the hospital as well. So pray for that family. Uh, I've got a pen now. Could you give me- Yeah, Shantae, Shantae, Shantae Smith and uh, Ramel Smith. Daughter and son. Got you, sir. I appreciate you, Brother Andrew. Thank you. No problem, brother. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Glorious day at Declare Victory. This is Men's Day. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Therefore, the Lord Himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive, and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Butter and honey shall he eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. For before the child shall know to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land that thou abhorrest shall be forsaken of both her kings. The Lord shall bring upon thee and upon thy people and upon thy father's house days that have not come from the day that Ephraim departed from Judah, even the king of Assyria. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall hiss for the fly that is in the uttermost part of the rivers of Egypt and for the bee that is in the land of Assyria. They shall come and shall rest all of them in the desolate valleys and in the holes of the rocks and upon all thorns and upon all bushes. In the same day shall the Lord shave with the razor that is hired, namely by them beyond the river, by the king of Assyria, the head and the hair of the feet that shall also consume the beard. Good morning, it's Susie. Happy Friday, Susie. How are you this morning? Good morning, Brother Andrew. I'm doing okay. How about you? Good, good, good. I'm hanging in there. Woke up with a coffee this. Woke up with a little cough this morning. So, but I'm good. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Taking a little honey for that. I'm just taking a cough drop right now, but I never thought about taking the honey. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Thank just, you. Sometimes those old remedies are the best remedies. Some, yep. uh, some, some warm tea, honey and lemon. Oh, and, yeah. uh, My grandmother raised me, and so I learned all that stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's cheaper than going to the uh, pharmacy. Oh, yeah. Because it'll do the same thing. The, 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 the lemon juice will, will coat your throat. The honey is antiseptic. Right. And the tea is soothing with the warmth. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, you have a blessed day, brother. You as well, sister. Thank you. You're welcome. Happy birthday, Brother Andrew. Oh, thank you, Sam. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. I thank forgot you, that. You. Happy birthday, Brother Andrew. <laughs> thank you, sister. Thank you, sister. It, 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 it's a blessing to still be around. Amen. Oh, I, I, I take, I take every day as, as a blessing because I remember uh, I started off the year in the hospital, so. Uh, more, more so this year than any other year. I'm, I'm appreciative of, of what the Lord is getting me through. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. So thank you, sisters, for remembering. And we're lifting your, um, your brother and your sister. Yeah. Uh, prayer. I, I, uh, I appreciate those prayers too, because. Uh, the, the pestilence is, is still creeping, and, you know, we still need the Lord. You know. Yes, good morning, it's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, everyone. Good morning, Diva. Happy Friday, Sister Yvonne. All the time, God is good. Excellent to hear your sound. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's a glorious day at the Player of Victory. My name is Andrew. We are here to lift the name of the Lord who's with me on the call. Good morning, it's Janae. Good morning, Janae. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. And it shall come to pass for the abundance of milk that they shall give. He shall eat butter, for butter and honey shall everyone eat that is left in the land. And it shall come to pass in that day that every place shall be where there were a thousand barns and a thousand silverlings, it shall even be for briars and thorns. With arrows and with bows shall men come thither, because all the land shall become briars and thorns. And on all hills that shall be digged with the mattock, there shall not come thither the fear of briars and thorns, but it shall be for the sending forth of oxen 
and for the treading of lesser cattle. Mighty fine day at the clear victory. It's men's day. We are on point and ready. Who's with me on the call? Good morning, this is Juanita. Good morning, Juanita. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Moreover, the Lord said unto me, Take thee a great roll, and write in it with a man's pen concerning a hearse shall house Shabbat. And I took unto me faithful witnesses to record Uriah the priest and Zechariah the son of Jeberiah. And I went unto the prophetess, and she conceived and bare a son. Then shall the Lord, then said the Lord to me, call his name. Mahershalal has has bad. For before the child shall have knowledge to cry, my father and my mother, the riches of Damascus and the spoil of Samaria shall be taken away before the king of Assyria. Sobering day in on the clear victory. My name is Andrew. We are here about the business of the Lord. He's with me on the call. If there be no one else, I will ask everyone that can hear me to make sure that your mute feature is activated. And I need you to periodically check throughout the call, especially as the call is passed, to make sure that your mute feature is still engaged. This call is recorded and the word of the Lord need not be interrupted so that it can accomplish that which it was sent to accomplish. Good morning again. My name is Andrew again, and I welcome you to declare victory. Who are we? This is who we are. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we're here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ please feel free to invite a friend so that they can be blessed too. Today is men's day where only men are scheduled in the lineup to bless you. Be sure to join us daily in December for the monthly theme, Focus. Our wonderful and gifted declares shall definitely bless you. Two announcements are before us today. <coughs> Excuse me. First, please join us for Friday Night Live tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. By calling this same number, you're definitely going to be blessed. The story title for this evening is It's Toxic. Friday Night Live, 6 to 7 p.m. this evening, Pacific Standard Time. Secondly, we're still encouraging you to partner with Declare Victory 
in giving in an effort to share the gospel, both locally and abroad. You can do so three ways. Firstly, declarevictory.org. Secondly, paypal.me slash declarevictory. Thirdly, cash app, dollar sign, I declare victory now. Declarevictory.org, paypal.me slash declarevictory, cash app, dollar sign, I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and your trusting in him. Prayer requests online app did not have any new additions, but we have a good number of requests coming in and always before us. Firstly, Brother Michael is asking us to cover him in prayer. Stanley Smith, Chante Smith, and Ramel Smith, father and son, mother and son, are in the hospital with COVID-19 diagnoses. Just rooms away from each other, but not being able to comfort each other. We're asking that the Lord stretch forth his hand and cover them with the blood of Jesus. There are a number of members of the Declare Victory family with relatives in this same situation, and we're covering them also. I thank you for the prayers for my brother-in-law and my sister, Kevin and Janet Douglas, for the same. And everyone that's affected and possibly infected with COVID-19. We're lifting the children before the Lord, the ones that are still incarcerated, where no one in any official capacity speaking on it, the children are still suffering. The parents who have children beyond their reach, they don't know where they are, they don't know how they can get them, they may not even be in the country any longer and they long for their offspring. We who are parents understand their pain, or at least can imagine the pangs of that pain should we be in their situation. We need to cry out for the Lord on their behalf. We're lifting up the healthcare workers who are getting weary, those that are giving up, those that are giving out, with no discernible replacements on the horizon. It takes years to train to be able to give proper care, and many are no longer seeking that training because of fear of this pestilence. We're praying for the strength, the discernment, and the wisdom of those still in the fore. We're praying for first responders that they be strengthened and kept as well that they not be weary in their well-doing, that they still travel with compassion and mercy for the ones they treat. We're praying for the leaders 
at all levels of our government and our civic organizations, especially the ones that don't fear God, don't regard man, do not reverence and protect the widow, the orphan, or the stranger among us. We are praying for each other. We're praying for marriages. We're praying for parents raising children. We're praying for the prodigal sons and daughters. We're praying for the elderly in hospice care and in elder care facilities. We're praying for the hungry and the homeless. We're praying for the ones in financial distress because of the pandemic, the ones that can't pay rent, the ones with no insurance, the ones not knowing where their next meal will come from. We're praying for the yokemen of the gospel who bear the burdens through prayer to the throne for their congregations, the ones that are getting weary, the ones that are losing hope, the ones that are giving up. We're lifting the military before us, praying that the unwise don't get us or put them in harm's way for hubris, for anger, for spite. We're just praying for this nation as a whole. We're praying for the people of God to meet the Father on their knees and repent for this nation, the sins that this nation has on its on its bar. We we pray we just pray. There's so much to pray for and we need to bring this to the Father's throne with penitent hearts and sincere sincere faith. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be rendered by Brother Marcus. The declaration will be rendered by Brother Tony Sandoval. Order once again. Prayer and corporate praise will be rendered by Brother Marcus. The declaration will be rendered by Brother Tony Sandoval. Immediately following, Tony will lead us through love, life, and victory, answering any questions and giving further insight on the lesson that he brings. The scripture for this morning is from Psalm 34.5. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. Please, ma'am, please, sir, if you can hear me, check your phone. Make sure the mute feature is engaged. Again, please check periodically through the call to make sure that self-same mute is still engaged until such time as you're called to come off mute, to lift your voice to the Lord. The next voice you hear will be that, Brother Market, leading us to the throne of grace. My name is Andrew. I now pass the call. God bless you all. Our Father and our God, we come to you to say thank you. Thank you, first of all, for waking us up this morning for giving us breath in our bodies. We thank you for your love and your mercy. Thank you, God, 
for waking us up with a reasonable amount of health. We bless you and we honor you for our right minds, oh God. God, we even lift our hands and we we stretch our legs and our feet just to appreciate still having activity of our limbs. God, even with pain in those limbs, God, we thank you that we can still feel it. We bless you, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for for waking us up with our loved ones still being okay. We thank you, God, for uh, our home still being intact. Thank you, God, that we still have the ability uh, to move around and to see. Thank you, God, for sight. Oh, God, we bless you, oh, God, for the ability to to speak and to use our voices, oh, God. We bless you and we honor you, our God. We want to thank you for the food in our homes and thank you for the bed that we slept in. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for the possessions that we still have that are intact. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for blessing us to wake up this day and see a day that we've never seen before. And God, although sometimes these days seem to just mesh together and look all the same, we thank you, God, uh, that that this day uh, has its own mercies and grace. And so we thank you for the brand new mercy that you have put before us on this day. We thank you and we bless you. God, forgive us of any sins that we may have committed, known and unknown. Help us, God, to keep our our, our minds stayed on you, keep our heads in the word, and to keep our uh, our path clear. God, help us to keep our eyes in the word so that we can focus on you. Help us, God, just shine the light on us, search us. And if you find anything that's like us that shouldn't be, take it out and strengthen us, Lord. Show us, God, how we can be better than what we are, what we were yesterday. We know that you can do it. We trust you, God. We believe in you. We give our lives. We lay down our lives and our hearts unto you so that you can have your way. We bless you. We honor you. God, there are people who are suffering with uh, the coronavirus, the COVID-19 illness. God, I pray that you would heal their bodies now. Um, Somebody struggling with breathing, God, give them uh, ability to make it through. Lord, help them to um, to help the phrase to ring true, I shall live and not die. God bless in the name of Jesus. God help us. Give us wisdom in this day and time uh, to continue to stay six feet apart and to uh, be physically distanced from each other and to continue to wear a mask and, and be wise about the things we choose to do in the places we choose to go and the ways we carry ourselves so that, Lord, we can protect ourselves using wisdom as it's been laid before us. God, we don't understand everything about what's going on, uh, God, but we know that you have placed people, professionals and and experts uh, in our world to help guide the way. And, Lord, we just bind and rebuke uh, any any ideas of wickedness and and plans devised to 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 trick the trick us god we pray god that you would help us to see right through it 
Lord, help us to just connect to you and be able to uh, discern what is right and what is wrong and what is foolish and what is what is uh, godly. I pray, God, that you give us that wisdom. Lord, uh, show us, God, what to watch on TV and when to turn the TV off. Lord, help us to be wise about that. Um, even looking on social media, God, help us, Lord, to know when to respond and when to close Facebook, when to, to, to shut down Instagram, when to leave Twitter alone. Lord, show us, show us how to be wise and to, to um, maintain our sanity. We thank you for it. We bless you for it. Oh, God, we pray for every child uh, that is represented on this call, all the children, oh, God. We pray that you will bless them in the name of Jesus. Cover them, protect them, keep them. God, help them, raise them up with a mind to love you and to desire you. God, we thank you for it. Lord, those adults that are around them, uh, instill them with the knowledge and the wisdom to be a positive influence in these children's lives. And we thank you and we bless you for it now. God, we pray uh, for every parent that is on this call, grandparent uh, and even adopted parents and, and, and those who, who raise children that are, they are not even blood, blood related to. I pray, God, that you would bless them in the name of Jesus. Give them the wisdom. God, someone is, is, is hungry for an answer to how to fix a situation with their children. And God, I pray that you would grant it now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, I, I pray now, God, somebody struggling with a financial situation, a situation dealing with their credit or their finances or um, how to take care of a certain situation. God, I pray that you would give answers. God, I pray that you would um, give them the guidance they need. Lord, I pray that you would grant them um, some kind of wisdom, God, that can carry them through the situation in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it now. God, I pray and I rebuke and bind toxic relationships, toxic connections in the name of Jesus. I, I bind it right now in the name of Jesus that they're not hindered in their progress in life because of these connections. God, break these unhealthy relationships, God. Lord, help us to disconnect from things we don't need to be connected to and people we don't need to be connected to. We bless you and we honor you. Help us to let them go. Help us to put them in your hands. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We honor you and we bless you. God, you heard every request that went up. And God, you even know the requests that weren't spoken. I pray that you would honor those requests. And I pray that you would give peace where those requests are not honored. Give a sense of acceptance, God, to remember that whatever uh, you allow, we can accept. Yes, Lord, we thank you for it. We honor you for it now. Have your way on this call with every person that is under the sound of my voice and those that they are connected to. God, that, the, that we will begin to set our feet uh, set our feet and set make our presence known in every area we go, that people will begin to, to sense that you are in the room just because we're there. And God, they may not even know and realize that the God is in us, but they will just know that you are there 
because we take you with us everywhere we go. And we thank you for it. We bless you for it. Lord, I pray and lift up the declarer today. Bless them, inspire them, motivate them. Put the words in their mouth to speak this morning, to bless, to save, to deliver, to heal, to set free anyone that may hear this call. And we thank you and bless you for it. In the name of Jesus, I pray that every voice that will pray this morning, that every voice of praise that will be lifted up, every voice of worship that will be lifted up will be to your glory and to your honor this morning. God, somebody uh, that doesn't have the strength or the mental capacity to pray, give them what they need right now to lift up their voice, even in tears, to lift up their voice, even in pain, to lift up their voice, even in discouragement, to lift up their voice, and to give you the praise and the worship that you so deserve. We honor you. We bless you. We give you glory. And God, as we take our phones off mute, we just want to worship you and bless you because you are so Hallelujah. worthy to be praised. We honor oh, your name. Oh, God. Oh, God. Glory oh, to you, Father God. Thank you for another day. Thank you for loving us. Hallelujah. Guiding us, forgiving us, holding us. Thank you for that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. By your Holy Spirit, I will make their both of you promise. Humble healer of animal life. Thank you, Lord God, for the opportunity to magnify you. Hallelujah, for you, sir. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Glory to your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. We can Hallelujah. <laughs> 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lead us and guide us along the way. Bless your name, Lord. God, to move forward in your name. God, we pray that you would guide our feet. God, that you would guide our feet, that you would guide our path every every way today. Uh, For every person that is on this call, thank you for every prayer warrior. And Lord, we pray that you would just bless us as we go further into this call. Bless the declare as they declare in Jesus' name. Amen. As I pass the call on. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for the introduction. My name is Tony Sandoval. I'll be bringing the declaration here today. Um, but thank you so much again uh, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I can just have you just check your phones real quick just to make sure that you're muted. Um, I know we all just came off of mute, so if you guys could just double check your phones real quick just to make sure all of us are on mute just so you can preserve the quality of the call. That would be super helpful. Thank you so much. All right. All right. So I'll get started here this morning. Um, I have something for you guys, something that God shared on my heart, but uh, it's something that God had me share um, a couple weeks back at our church. Uh, on a Sunday morning, and I just I really feel like God wanted me to to share this again this morning. I think it falls in line with uh, our month's theme of focus, um, and specifically it's about perseverance. About perseverance. So we're going to be speaking about perseverance here this morning. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys have your Bibles, and again one more time, if you guys can just check your phone, check your phone line just to make sure. That you are muted. I do hear some background noise there. So if you can just double check, make sure you're muted there. Thank you. Thank you. I think we're all muted here. But if you guys can just pull out your Bibles, grab your phone, get your Bible apps ready. I do. I do have a couple of a uh, uh, couple of scriptures here. First one's going to be in Isaiah, uh, Isaiah 43, 1 through 2. Isaiah 43, 1-2, it says, Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Then the second piece of scripture is a little longer. So if you don't look it up, you can listen to me. I have it here. But it's Luke twenty two thirteen. Luke 22, verse 13, it says, Pilate then called together the chief priests and the rulers of the people and said to them, You brought me this man as one who was misleading the people. And after examining him before you, behold, I did not find this man guilty of any charges against him, neither did Herod. For he sent him back to us. Look, nothing deserving death has been done by him. I will therefore punish him and release him. Verse 18, but they all cried out together, Away with this man and release to us Barabbas, a man who had been thrown into prison for an insurrection, started a city under, uh, started in the city and for murder, murder. Pilate addressed them once more, desiring to release Jesus, but they kept shouting, 
crucify, crucify him. A third time he said to them, Why, what evil has he done? I found in him no guilt deserving death, but I will therefore punish and release him. But they were urgent, demanding with loud cries that he should be crucified, and their voices prevailed. So Pilate decided and and the Pilate decided that ended and their demand should be granted. He released the men who had been thrown in prison for insurrection and murder and for whom they asked, but he delivered Jesus over to their will. The title of today's message is The Gritty God. The Gritty God. Pray with me. Father God, thank you so much, Lord. Thank you so much for this morning. Thank you so much for what you're going to speak here this morning, God. Lord, I just pray that you just minimize me and that you maximize yourself, God. I pray that you just pray, uh, that you just be here, that you just speak loud and clear, God, that you just get across exactly what you want to get across here, Lord. We love you. We worship you. We exalt you. We lift you up, God. We give you all the honor and all the praise here this morning, Lord. And all, we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Again, if you guys can just check your line, there's still someone out there who has their phone on mute. If you think your phone is muted, check again. <laughs> there is someone out there at the side of my voice uh, who does have the phone off mute. So if you guys can just get that, please uh, make sure it's muted. Okay, thank you. Um, but but yeah, we'll just we'll start here. So again, I'm sorry if you if you can just check to double check your phone. There is someone um, whose phone line is is rather loud. It sounds like you're moving some stuff around. So if you can just go ahead and mute that, please. Uh, that would be super helpful. Um, but yeah, we'll just we'll start here. So um, you know, I, I grew up in a Mexican household, and we were not allowed to complain as kids. <laughs> you know, both my parents were. Uh, immigrants from Mexico. They both lived in Mexico. They both lived in, uh, well, my dad lived in a really rural part of Mexico. My mom lived in Tijuana. She was like, uh, she was one of 12 kids. She grew up fatherless. So she had a really difficult life. My my father lived in a really rural part, kind of mountain town in Mexico, tending cattle and sheep and cows and all that stuff. So uh, they had a much harder childhood <laughs> uh, than I did. Um, and we were not like allowed to complain, right? Because if we complain, uh, man, if I, you only knew how hard I had it when I was a kid, you know, when I was your age, I was tending, you know, goats and, and sheep and I was riding horses and doing this and doing that. So it was always like this line of like, you know, you don't know how good you had it. You know, when I was a kid, I had to do this. So, uh, I remember this one story that my dad used to tell me when he, when I was little, about how he would have to walk five miles from school uh, every day. He would walk five miles to school and five miles back. And I remember he would tell me that story all the time. And I remember that he would, you know, because I always wanted to ride my bike to school. That was like my big thing. I wanted to ride my bike to school. My dad's like, no, you're getting dropped off. And you're lucky to get dropped off. Because when I was a kid, I had to walk, you know, the five miles out and the five miles back. So I remember he would tell me all the time. Um, um, if uh, if you guys can just check your lines real quick, I'm sorry. There, there's someone out there um, whose phone is unmuted again. Um, so if you can just check that for me. Please mute your lines. Uh, please, please double check your phone lines. Make sure you're muted. Um, there is some background noise there. 
um, yeah, my, my, my dad used to tell me the story about, about how he, um, you know, had to walk to school five miles and five miles back every day. And I always thought it was just like some crazy story. My dad was making this up and being dramatic <laughs> and just kind of, uh, exaggerating for the sake of making a point here. Uh, but one day when I was 25, um, I graduated from college from San Jose State and he took me to Mexico and he showed me the path that he would walk and he showed me the path that he would walk back and forth. And it turns out he wasn't lying. <laughs> it was a long walk. It was miles. Uh, he lived in a mountaintop town, so he would have to walk down from the mountain down to a much, much smaller town, which had like one phone line and like one electrical line. And then he had to walk to another town where the school was. So yeah, it was about five miles, you know, and walking in his shoes, literally his, uh, his story checked out. He did have to every day walk five miles there and five miles back. You know, his walk was accurate. His story was true. You know, I'd walked his path that he would walk every day. And in total, it was about five miles. And now, as a 34-year-old man, I can see really what my dad was doing. I always thought that he was trying to minimize my pain, minimize my struggle, minimize my own suffering by saying he had it worse. That, that when he was a kid, he had this, and he had to do that, and he had to work, and he had to do all these things. But now, as a man, I see what my dad was really trying to do. He wasn't trying to make himself seem better. He was stronger. Um, he wasn't trying to somehow minimize my own struggle or shrug off my own suffering. I really believe that what my dad was trying to do now, he was trying to inspire me. He was trying to encourage me. He was trying to tell me that if I could do it, you could do it. If I could overcome, you can overcome. If I can persevere, you can persevere. I can persevere. You can persevere. You know, in 2020, I believe that it's not been for the faint of heart. It hasn't been easy for society. It hasn't been easy for the individual, for the Christian, or for the church. This year has not been about learning how to persevere. It hasn't been about learning how to overcome. This year has been about exercising perseverance, where only the strong come out alive on the other side. In Luke 22, the big chunk of scripture that we read in the beginning, we fall into this moment, this moment that mankind decided to put Jesus, who was the physical incarnate being of God, who was the manifest of, of, G of God, uh, who was manifest in flesh and in bone, they decided to put Jesus to death. The moment where Jesus allowed the creation to pass a judgment on the Creator. And I think many of us, when we think of the last 24 hours of Jesus' life, we look at it with a cringe, with shame, with guilt, where we were able to fully see the weakness in mankind and sin in our own lives. But tonight, uh, this morning, I should say, I feel like God wants to encourage you. Tonight, it's about encouragement. Tonight, it's about encouraging you to persevere, about looking at the last 24 hours of Jesus' life and looking at it with perseverance, looking at it with a new lens, looking at it and to be encouraged. And this is where God experiences his own real, tangible suffering so that we could hear our Heavenly Father say, if I can do it, 
you can do it. If I can win, you can win. If I survived, you can survive. If I persevered, you can persevere. And I think if we look at these last 24 hours of Jesus' life, we can be encouraged. We don't have to look at it cringy. We don't have to look at it with shame. We don't have to look at it with guilt. I believe that today, God wants to encourage you. He wants to encourage the church to not quit, to not give up, to not grow weary, to run the race. And just how um, my pastor said it a couple of weeks ago, it's not how you start the race. It's how you finish. Hebrews 12, 1 through 3 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of the faith, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Today, we're going to look at Jesus. We're going to fix our eyes on Jesus, and we're going to see the perseverance that he showed, and we're going to use and pull out that same sense of perseverance that he had by looking at that last. 24 hours, we can see these uh, these areas where Jesus, for all purposes, should have given up, should have given up, where if we look at the story of Jesus as an outsider looking in, we look at these stages, Jesus sets the stage, the Bible sets these stages for these interactions with people where we think, okay, yeah, for sure, this is where Jesus is finally going to give up. This is where he's going to reveal that he's actually God. This is where he's going to bring you know, millions of angels down, and he's going to bring judgment on the people who are whipping and beating and spitting on him, who are ready to crucify him. This is now where Jesus is going to come come through. But he doesn't. He shows perseverance. He finishes the job. He finishes the job that he came here to do. And today, I think that we're going to finish the year strong. That's my prayer for you here this morning, is that we're going to finish this race strong. It's about finishing 2020 with perseverance. Today, we're going to look at how Jesus endured, and we're going to find the grit, the grit in our spirits that we didn't even know we had. We're going to find the grit, the spiritual grit, the perseverance in our spirits that we didn't even know we had, because Jesus, he looked into himself. And he found the grit to persevere. And today, we're going to find that same grit. And if we look at it, there's four clear moments, these interactions that Jesus has, where he should have quit, for all intents and purposes, should have quit, but he didn't. And if you look at the story of Jesus, that section that we read in the beginning, one of the first things that happens is that Jesus showed grit when people he loved left him. Jesus showed grit when people he loved left him. Judas betrayed him. The disciples abandoned him. People are going to fail you. People are going to break your heart. Jesus was not void of this truth. And Judas, Judas was not a mistake. Judas's betrayal didn't surprise Jesus. You see, Jesus allowed himself to be betrayed so he could Model perseverance, even when someone you love leaves you. And I think some of us, as soon as we hear this, we think of, uh, well, you don't know 
how badly this person hurt me. You don't know how badly this person betrayed me. You don't know how badly he hurt me. You don't know how badly she hurt me. And I don't. But Jesus does. Don't use this as an as an excuse to not persevere, to not continue, to not finish the race that God set before you. You see, all of his disciples left him to face the hardest moments of his life alone. But Jesus did not quit. He did not flinch. He felt the full weight of the pain, full weight of the betrayal. You can hear it in his words to his disciples in verse 40 when he says, Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch? Couldn't you keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. In Matthew 26, 41, he says, returning the third time, he said to them, are you still sleeping and resting? Enough. The hour has come. Let the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise. Let us go. Here comes my betrayer. The disciples failed to cover Jesus, both spiritually and practically. You see, people are going to fail you, both spiritually and practically. But Jesus had a purpose and a plan. He would not be discouraged. He would not be distracted. You see, when people hurt you, when people leave you, it takes away from your self-worth. It bruises your soul. It breaks your heart. It makes you think less of yourself. It robs you of your self-worth, of your confidence. It wounds your identity. It distracts you. It distracts you from the purpose that you have. You see, the enemy, he doesn't have to destroy you if he can distract you. And when people leave you, it hurts you. It wounds you. It distracts you. It distracts you. It wounds your identity. But Jesus not just modeled perseverance, he fights back with love. He loves beyond the hurt. He forgives beyond the wound. He chooses to be exactly who he is, love. Even with the hurt, he still chose to be exactly who he was. Even with your hurt, you need to make the conscious decision to be who you are, to not let the wound or the hurt decide your character, decide how you treat other people, decide how you love, decide how you trust. Do not let the hurt of someone leaving you, betraying you or abandoning you, change who you are. You see, even as Judas showed up to betray him with a kiss, Jesus still called him in Matt 26, 50. He still called him friend. Jesus still addresses Judas as friend because he refused to let the failure of people, he refused to let the failure of people remove the responsibility of loving them. You still have a responsibility to love people regardless if they've hurt you or betrayed you. The second place where you see Jesus have these interactions that you think all right, this is where he's going to quit. This is where he should quit. This is where he shouldn't persevere. Is he shows grit when the church has failed him. Has the church ever hurt you? Has the church or its leaders ever hurt you? Jesus knows your pain. He was dragged in front of the Sanhedrin, who were a collection of 71 rabbis 
who represented the full authority of the religious system. In Matthew 26, 59, it says the chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for false evidence against Jesus so that they could put him to death. In Mark 14, 40 to 65, it says they all condemned him as worthy of death. Then some began to spit at him. They blindfolded him, struck him with their fists, and said, prophesy. And the guards took him and beat him. He was grilled. He was questioned. And he was falsely and convicted. He was dehumanized, beaten, and robbed of his freedom. They were not trying to prove his innocence. They were looking for a reason to kill him. Sometimes the church was going to fail you. Sometimes it feels like church is betraying you. Sometimes it feels like they're putting you on trial. Sometimes it looks like they're, it feels like they're looking for a reason to hurt you. You see, the church is going to fail you. The people are going to fail you. Its structure will fail you. Religion will always fail you. When the church hurts you, it can make you sour on the church. It can make you give up on the church collectively. I've seen people who've been hurt by the church leave and never come back. I was hurt from the church, and I even left for a couple years, and I had to make the decision to come back. I had to make the decision to stay. You see, Jesus refused to let the betrayal of the religious institution keep him from relationship with it. He refused to let the betrayal of the institution keep him from relationship with it. You need to stay in relationship with the church. No matter how much it hurts, you need to stay in relationship with the church. The third place that you, you see Jesus show grit, show determination, show perseverance, is he shows grit when the government, society, or the law has failed him. Has the government ever failed you? Has a politician ever failed you, ever disappointed you? If you're putting your faith in politicians in a political party or the government, let me tell you something. You're setting yourself up to be let down. You see, Jesus was brought before Pilate and Herod. And where they could find no reason to kill him, Pilate and Herod represented the full authority of the Roman Empire. It was their job to protect an innocent Jesus. It was their job. It was Pilate and Herod's job to protect an innocent Jesus. They represented the full uh, authority of the Roman army, and they didn't do their job. Jesus' trust was not on his earthly empire, but it was on his heavenly empire. You see, institutions where the church or government are filled with flawed people, and these people are going to fail you. These people are not going to do their job in some instances. These people will cause or allow harm to beset you. In Hebrews 12, the verse that we read above, it says, For the joy set before him, he endured. For the joy set before him, he endured. When the church fails you, when the government fails you, when the politicians fail you, choose joy. Choose joy because joy, joy is an action. Joy is an act of perseverance. Joy is an act of grit. Joy is a choice. 
And it's a choice anchored in something more powerful, more meaningful than the situation. Joy is an act of war against hell itself. Joy is an act of war against hell itself. Joy is a choice. When people or structures or governments fail you, choose joy. Choose joy. The fourth place where you see Jesus show grit, show perseverance, is he showed grit in spite of injustice. In spite of injustice. There's this, there's this place where Jesus is, is uh, juxtaposed, so to speak, with Barabbas. Where Pilate brings out Barabbas and he says, I'll give you a choice. You can choose, you can have Jesus back or you can have Barabbas back. You can have Jesus or you can have Barabbas. You see, Jesus deserved to be set free. He deserved to be cheered. He deserved every ounce of admiration the crowd could muster. But instead, they yelled, the crowd yelled for his crucifixion. Barabbas, he was on death row. He was the leader of an insurrection, the leader of a riot against the Roman army, and a leader against the Roman uh, authority. And he was also a convicted murderer. He deserved crucifixion. Jesus modeled restraint as the people that came to save, that, that he came to save, chose Barabbas over him. Barabbas over him. Barabbas over him. You see, 2020 has been a year of missed opportunities, a year of drought, a lost cause for so many, a year where we had plans that were lost, where it's not our fault that we had to suffer, a year of injustice. Persevere. Persevere in the suffering. Push on. God sees the injustice. He sees the trade-offs. It was the ultimate slap in the face comparing the value of Barabbas to the value of Jesus. It made no sense. It was an absolute injustice. But just because there's an injustice does not mean that God is not just. It does not mean that he has left you. It does not mean that he is not in control. It means that the injustice will work together for your good. You see, the deeper the wound, the deeper the healing that God will do. You see, the heavier the burden, the sweeter the freedom will be when God relieves your burden. The more it hurts, the more God will love you. There is a purpose in your pain. Injustice cannot be justified. That's the reason it's an injustice. But you have to choose healing. You have to persevere beyond the injustice. You have to persevere beyond it. Because God has not forgotten you. Your pain is not without merit. And there is purpose in the pain. I'm getting ready to close with this, but don't quit, church. Don't quit. Fix your focus on God. Fix your eyes upon Jesus. Do not quit. This year, it's so easy to quit, but let's finish the race. Don't quit. You shouldn't. You can't. There's a greater purpose here. You see, the world needs you, church. The family needs you. Your family needs you. Your church.
children need you. Your spouse needs you. Don't quit. Don't surrender. Not now. Not when the world needs you the most. I know you're tired, but don't quit. Don't quit. One of my favorite parts of the story of Jesus is this part where, where Simon of Cyrene is chosen to carry the cross for Jesus. Because it represents the many people who are going to help you carry your cross. I believe that there's people in your life, in your family, in your church, in this group who are willing to carry the cross for you to get you to your destination. When you collapse in exhaustion, when the weight of your cross is too much to bear, when the weight of your burden is too much to bear, to, uh, to carry, there are people who are willing to carry that cross for you. There are people who are willing to help you carry that cross to your destination. Today, I want to acknowledge your suffering. I don't want to superimpose varying degrees of suffering to somehow minimize your own struggle. I don't want to say, suck it up. You should have seen what I've had to do. You should have seen how far I've had to walk to school. I want to acknowledge your suffering, but I also want to encourage you to push forward, to show some grit, to show some perseverance that Jesus has seen your suffering. He sees your hurt. He has not abandoned you. He has not left you. Jesus is near. Remember that first verse that we read in Isaiah 43, 2? It said, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. I believe that's the verse that we should have carried through 2020 because you won't be destroyed, church. And just like the verse said, you won't be swept away by the current. You won't be drowned by life. You won't be burned up by the fires of your trials. Jesus has put the blood on 2020. He has claimed the blood on your suffering. He has paid the highest price for you. And just like Jesus, don't stop. Don't quit. Show some grit. God, we see what you're doing. We acknowledge that this year has been difficult, Lord, but we know and believe that you're going to let it come out for good, Lord. We believe that you are going to give us a supernatural perseverance, a supernatural grit, that we're going to continue to push forward, to put our head down, that we are going to focus on you, that we will not quit, that we will not give up, that we will not throw in the towel, Father, Lord. 2020 messed with the wrong people. 2020 messed with the wrong church. We won't quit. We won't give up. We will put our head down. We will finish the race that you set before us. So we will endure and we will continue. We will focus on you and not our suffering, God. We love you. We worship you. Thank you so much for what you're doing, God. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for, for being with us here. Thank you so much for sticking through me, yeah, sticking with me. Uh, as we got through today's message here. I'm just going to open it up for any questions, any comments. If you have any questions, any comments, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear any feedback. We'd love to hear any prayer requests. Uh, but the phones are open. The lines are open if you have anything. Good morning. This is Sister Sylvia. Hey, Sylvia. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for your declaration. 
Um, I do have a prayer request. I want to ask for prayer for um, my stepdad, Mr. Wilson, just moved to the ICU yesterday. He has pneumonia, been in and out the hospital last week, about 82 mm-hmm. years old. So just ask for prayer for Mr. Wilson, please. And thank yeah. you for the declaration. I um, so feel focused on just the whole year, even though there's been distractions left and right. I have been able to stay focused on Jesus in spite of everything going on in 2020. So thank you for uh, ensuring us about having that grit no matter what's going on. Thank you. Yeah, of course, of course. What was your father's name again, Sylvia? Wilson. Wilson? Okay. Do you mind if I just pray over Wilson right now? Oh, no, please do. Thank you. Okay, let's do it. And I... um. I know your frustration, Sylvia. I do. I do. Um, my grandma, about a month ago, she had COVID, and she's 80 years old, and she's going to chemo. So literally, like the worst <laughs> mix of uh, the person who should not get COVID got COVID, and she was in the hospital for a few weeks too. And but she overcame, right. and and we prayed our hearts out for her, man, for those weeks, and she came out strong on the other side. So we're gonna pray for the same thing. Can I just tell you real quickly, though, that he does not have COVID at at all. Oh, okay, awesome. He's just just in the hospital. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, let's pray either way. So, Lord, we just thank you, Lord. We just lift up Wilson to you, Father. We just ask, Lord, for complete and total healing, Lord, that you just heal every aspect of Wilson's body, of his health, God, Lord. I pray that you be with him mentally, spiritually, emotionally, God, Lord that he may not feel alone in that hospital without visitors, Lord, because of the lockdown, God, that you remind him that you're with him, that you supernaturally impose your presence in that hospital room, Father Lord, that he may be there, Father Lord, that his phone may ring off the hook with people who are checking in on him, making sure he's okay, making sure that he knows that he's covered, making sure that he knows that he's being prayed for, prayed over, God, Lord, we worship you. We love you. We we praise you for the thing that you're going to do in Wilson's body and his Thank health, you, for the coverage that you're going to give him, Lord. We stand firm on that promise. We stand firm on that declaration that Wilson is going to come out healthy and better than ever, God, Lord. We stand yes. firm on that declaration, and we declare that over Wilson's body, over his yes. mind, over his spirit, God, Lord. Yes. We pray these things, and we seal these things, God, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Of course, Sylvia. Thank you. Any Anybody else have any questions, comments, prayer requests? Hi. This is Gloria. Good morning, Pastor Sandoval. Good morning, Sandoval. Hey. Correct. Um, <laughs> excellent declaration. I appreciate the encouragement to just keep going. Don't quit. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I am asking for a prayer request. I just got a text from Letitia from Arizona who is uh-huh. uh, works with the clear, her husband is in the hospital um, and she said he's real sick. She's asking for prayer for him and he has a COVID test pending. So she is asking for prayer for him. Okay. Do we know Letitia's husband's name? Uh, John, I'm sorry. His name is John. John. Okay. Okay, cool. Let's pray for John real quick. Father Lord, just thank you so much, Lord. Thank you so much um, that the prayer requests are coming, God. Because when prayer requests come, Lord, it means that you want to do a work, that you want to get something done. 
that you want to do something with your people. You want to partner with your people, Lord. And today, Lord, I think you want to partner with us for healing, God, for healing, not just for Wilson, but for John now, Father Lord. I just pray that you be with John. Lord, we plead the blood of the lamb over John. We plead the blood of the lamb over his sickness, over his feelings, over his body, over his health, God, Lord. Lord, we just pray that you be with John, that you comfort him, Father Lord, that you remove any anxiety, any fear, any loneliness for having to be in a hospital without any visitors. God, if he's quarantined, if he's put away, Lord, we just ask that you you supernaturally impose your will over John, God, Lord, that you heal him. We ask for total and complete healing. Let's make it plain, God. We ask for total and complete healing over John, Lord, that his symptoms may go away, that his, uh, his, his feelings of being sick, of being uh, sick may go away, God, Lord. And we just declare that he does not have COVID, that those tests come back negative, Lord, that he does not have corona, that he is, um, we ask for a clear bill of health over John, God, Lord. You love him. He is a child of yours. He is your son. He belongs to you before he belongs to Letitia or anybody else, God. He belongs to you, Lord. So we ask that you heal your child here today, God, that you heal your son here this morning, God. We seal this over John. We speak this over John. We declare this over John, God. Lord, we call these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Of course, no problem. Is there anybody else, anybody else with any questions, comments, any prayer requests? Good morning, Tony. Happy Favor Friday. Love your declaration. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Rochelle. Hey, Rochelle. Good morning. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, Thanks, I appreciate God. it. Good morning. Morning. Praise God. Good morning. This is Freedom. I enjoyed your declaration. It took me back because I know how it is to walk five miles to school and from school. And you <laughs> was never late. Hey, and I yeah. had an arm full of books and I was on the ground. I was so short. But it, takes, <laughs> oh. it, it teaches because how to say, as we walked to school, we were still praying at school. So we walked and learned verses to say at school. So I know how it was. The kids that live closer to one school, they caught the bus to school, but we always had to walk. It was either one mile, three miles, or five miles. But we still stayed strong. And as we, I thought about when they was whipping Jesus, back then when we was growing up, they would be with whatever they got in their hands, extension cards, pots, switches, cats of nine lives, tails, and all of them things. So I understood. Talk to you later on. Praise God. Say hello. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that. Yeah, I always thought my my dad was just making stuff up, but he was not making stuff up. So, um, but yeah, it does it does teach. And our children don't know that. They don't take books to school. Half of them don't walk to school, and they always wait. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all have yeah. a blessed day. But it came back it brought back me. I'm sorry. I gave you some medicine Thank a while ago. It wore off, huh? Somebody Thank should meet their line. Or you get somebody some medicine. Please meet your line. Good morning, Tony Sandoval. Dee Dee, thank you. 
Hey, Dee Dee, how are you? For that, that man, thank you. I didn't walk by now, but I walked from 22nd to 41st Street, so that, <laughs> that felt like... I <laughs> still a walk. Yeah, and I had books, and they were still squatting us back then, though, still was. Some of us, my mother didn't sign that paper so they could squat you, but thank you for the <laughs> reminder. <laughs> and just, it's it's good to just go, just keep going in spite of everything yeah. that's going on. You know, um, real this morning, because we still have a small group that meets at 5 a.m. for boot camp and our coach didn't show up. And so I led the class and it was so funny because I know the old me would have had an attitude mm-hmm. and would have been, you know, let's go get in the car and we up here at 4.30, but it was a difference this morning. So I know that's growth mm-hmm. and just to keep going in spite of what we're facing because what a lot of us are going through every day Somebody is leaving here close to me and close to, I'm sure, not just me on the call. But if we if we give in to the fear of what's going on with this pandemic, um, it's going to be, okay, I don't even, my God, it's just to stand, to stand, to continue to stand on a word and stand in a gap and intercede yeah. for those people. Because to die alone, so many people are dying alone and it's not COVID yeah. related. It's because of fear and it's because of just, you know, like right now, my, my bonus dad is in the hospital and it hurt. I haven't seen him in weeks. Um, even with FaceTime, it's just really a hard time right now. Yeah. And so we don't faint in, in due season. We will, if we just keep going, keep trusting God and keep being um, realistic because so many people are, are treating this COVID like it's an AIDS epidemic, which is it's still a pandemic. I get it. But now it's not the time to shun people because we're all exposed to this mess. No matter how well you try yeah. to stay in or stay away or, you know what I mean? Even going to the ATM, even going to the store, you're exposed. So we can't, we, ha- yeah. we can't start treating people, you know, isolating people, check on people because mentally there are people that's not doing good. So I just, you know, just want to keep going and keep praying and keep trusting and keep believing. So I thank you always. And again, I love to hear you speak. Your sound is so soothing. And I know I need it in, in, in this in this day just to hear a, just a soothing sound. So thank you for your share this morning. I love you to life. Of course. Thank you, Dee. Um, that, that reminds me of something. I um, it's, so quitting, quitting is a habit. It really is. And I think a lot of people, they think that quitting is like one day altogether, one action, and you just quit on everything. And that's not the way it is. Quitting is a habit, and a habit is formed by a bunch of small decisions. So anytime that you decide to quit, no matter how uh, small, it begins to pile up. It begins to pile up. And then one day you realize that you quit on yourself. And that, that becomes a habit. So when you decide, like you did this morning, to not quit, to decide to push on through the boot camp, even though the trainer didn't show up, like that shows perseverance. And perseverance also becomes a habit. Perseverance also becomes a habit. My dad walked to school every day because he didn't have a choice. He needed to persevere. We need to not give ourselves a choice to quit. We need to give our choice uh, give ourselves the the only option. Hey, we got to get through this. We need to persevere. We don't have another option. Don't let quitting become an option. I thank you, Didi. You just remind you just reminded me of that. Um, anybody else have any questions, comments, prayer requests? 
Good morning. This is Juanita. I do have a prayer request. Um, yes, ma'am. And it's um, praying for my family, the Brown, the Brown family. Just uh, We did lose a family member who's COVID, and we also have a family member that's missing, um, a young lady. Well, she's she has a family. She has a husband and children, and she hasn't been seen since November 18th. Um, so we're asking for prayer, um, if you can pray for the Brown family. Yeah, of course. Lord, we just lift up the Brown family to you, Father Lord. We just lift up every single member of that family, God Lord. We ask that you just pour out your comfort, that you just pour out your peace. Lord, we just ask for supernatural peace where there should be discomfort, anxiety, fear, heartbrokenness, Father Lord. We ask that you replace those with peace. We ask that you replace those with hope. We ask that you replace those with faith, God, in Jesus' name, Lord. We lift up the Brown family, God. We ask that you be with every single member, God, for those who are hurting and for that member who's lost, who's missing. We ask that you be with that person. We ask that you just put it on their heart to reach out to the member of the family, God, Lord, to let them know that she's okay that she's safe, to bring them back, Father Lord, to reclaim them, to reposition them, to reinsert them in the family, God. We ask that you bring them back. But we just ask and feel that over the Brown family, God. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen. 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 Thank you, sister. Appreciate that. Um, is there anybody else who has any questions, comments, prayer requests? One more time, anybody else have any prayer requests, any comments, any questions? Okay, okay. I'm sorry, was there somebody there on the other line? Thank you, sister. Thank you so much. I got part of that, that you wanted me to pray for something. I'm not sure if it was her sister. Okay. Got it. Do we know her sister's name? Nora. Nora? Okay. Oh, Nora. Mona and Ken. Okay, perfect. Let's pray for Noah real quick, Father. We just ask you to be with Noah wherever she is, Father Lord. You are a God who does not lose people, God. You're not a God who loses, misplaces people. You're not a God who loses sight of people, God. You're not a God with a blind spot. You know where we are at each and every single moment, God. You know where our hearts are at every single moment. You know where our heart's condition is at every single moment, Lord. You are not a God of a blind spot. And you know where Nora is, Father. You know what she needs. You know what she desires. You know what she's surrounded by right now, Father Lord. And we just lift her up to you. And we just ask that you be with her, that you touch her. We ask that you support her and strengthen her. 
anoint her, God, Lord. Give her peace, give her comfort. Be with her in body and mind and spirit, God. We just lift her up to you. We dedicate her to you. We ask that you pour out your spirit on her, God. We ask that you cover her from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet in the blood of the Lamb, Father Lord. And we lift her up and we release her to you, Father God. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. All right. Thank you, sister. Thank you for that uh, prayer request there. Um, anybody else have any questions, comments, prayer requests? Good morning, oh, yeah, sir. This is Sonia. No, go ahead, sweetheart. Go ahead. No, um, thank you. I'm sorry. I wanted to get the scriptures, um, Isaiah, Luke, and I'm not sure whether the other scriptures. Yep. It's so the first one and last one I read is the same one, which is Isaiah 43:2. Okay. And and then the the body, uh, the bulk of what we read was actually in Luke, and it starts in Luke 22, chapter 22. And then it goes from verse 13 to verse 25. Okay, thank you. Yeah, of course, sister, no problem. Okay, and I think there was somebody else there who had that. Something to say there? Yes, good, good morning. This is Sonia. I just wanted to say thank you for your message. It, it was truly encouraging. And I just wanted to let you know that your voice is very, very soothing. It, it's like you're pouring out, and it, it, it soothes our soul. Um, mm-hmm. And I just wanted to thank you. And just hearing you pray for others is very soothing as well. But we will also be praying for you as well. Thank you, sister. I appreciate it. I'll take, uh, I'll take all the prayer I can get. That's for sure. So. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for that. Amen. All right. Has anybody else had any questions, comments, prayer requests? Good morning, God morning. This is Jeff G. Listen, I didn't hear all the, I'm sitting I'm doing well. I hope you are as well. I um I couldn't hear all of the uh declaration because I was working it at the same time, but what part I did get, man, the blessing I have to go back and listen to the um the recordings, but I just want to Encourage somebody to start on the little things you do in God and for God. I um uh, I've been on my fire department for a little over twenty two three plus years, and in that time I've never had the uh, opportunity to become an officer. So last Tuesday night during our business meeting, after the uh, business meeting was over with, they had an officers meeting, and I was called in, and I was um appointed uh, well asked if I would accept the position of um honorary uh, lieutenant training officer slash uh, 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 clergy. So as far as the lieutenant part, I kind of told them that I will work, I will sleep on that. And I, as far as the clergy part, I told them, I said, well, if God told you to uh, tell me that, then I'll go ahead and accept it. And doing so, I thought about for the last four or five years, some of the guys at the fire department, they called me two or three o'clock in the morning we talk, pray, whatever they, for whatever it is they're going through, or I give them praise in the um, midst of whatever it is that, that what they're accomplished in. Not give them praise, but give God praise with them for whatever it is uh, God brought them through. And in doing so, I've never really thought about it. To me, it was just small things. It was things that we were supposed to do anyway in God. And so it was nothing 
huge or spectacular in my own sight. So whenever they came with me with this um this opportunity, this this disappointment, I'm thinking, okay, God, I see I see what you're doing, I see what you're doing. Just be faithful in the small things. You reward me big, so all right. But at the same time, I'm thinking it was a small part of me. The enemy wanted to raise up. You're not worthy of that. There's a little battle that's going in my mind where yeah, I'm saying, all right, if if I'm if, if he wasn't worthy, God would not appoint me. And at the same time, I, it, sometimes the enemy wants to remind you of your past. Now, I, I know exactly what that is, and I know how to battle against it. But I just want, I mean, my main thing is just want to encourage somebody, even in the little things, just be faithful and remain faithful in it and uh, don't don't be downheartedness. It doesn't seem like your time has come right now. Stay faithful in God and it is coming. That's all. I just wanted yeah. to um, point that out. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that, man. Thank you for sharing. Congratulations, by the way. I appreciate That's that. Awesome, man. Yeah, of course, man. Appreciate, appreciate you. Thank you so much for that. All right. Praise God. Uh, is there uh, anybody else Tommy. have any questions? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, it's Didi. I'm I'm sorry. I meant to say it earlier. I work um, well in the Bay Area, and I'm right on a main creek, Richmond Parkway. And so I was just told this morning, I couldn't figure out why we had so much traffic. Like the freeway is halted heading towards Oakland area. And I was just told that I guess it was a high-speed chase. And I guess the person the police was chasing you know, it's, it's a street that they use. They've been using, doing a lot of high-speed cases. But pray for the innocent person who was caught in the middle of it and got a uh, head-on collision. I just heard that mm-hmm. I don't know. If it's severe injuries. I don't know if it's unto death, but um, just innocently. Because that could have easily been me because that's the way I go. That's when I was just talking about going yeah. early morning. So I'm just, I, I got sick to my stomach, but then I had to press in because God is amazing. And I'm just lifting up that that person that was, you know, just in the wrong place. And um, whew, that was this morning. So I think the freeway is still a little bit backed up. Mm. Okay. Yeah, let's let's pray real quick. Father God, just thank you so much, Lord. Thank you so much because you see that person, God, Lord. You see that person, Father, Lord, who was in that accident, Lord. And we just lift them up to you, Father God. Lord, we don't know the circumstances. We don't know the name. We don't know the set of injuries. Uh, we don't know the lack thereof of injuries, Father Lord. But it doesn't matter. You know. You know, God. And you still hear the prayers of your people. And your word says that the Holy Spirit will intercede with words that we don't have when we don't have any words. And we don't have a name. We don't have injuries to speak over. Lord, but we are going to believe and trust that your spirit will intercede on the behalf of this person, God. And Lord, we ask for total and complete healing for this person. We ask for coverage for this person, God. We ask that you cover him in the blood of the Lamb, Lord, from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet, God, of her feet, God. And we ask that you touch them. We ask that you begin to prepare their body repair their bones, repair their flesh, stitch back together their internal organs, Father Lord, uh, stop any internal bleeding, Father Lord, any hemorrhaging, God, any brain injuries, any broken bones, any loss of consciousness, Father Lord, 
We ask that you protect them, heal them, put them back together, God, Lord. It was not their fault that this happened, God. It was not their fault that it happened, God. But even in the injustice, Lord, we still declare and believe that you are good, that you're still a healer, that everything works together for good for those who love you. Repair this person, heal this person, be with this person, God. And in Jesus' name, we pray. And we seal that in your name, God. We seal that in your blood. We seal that declaration of healing over that person, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Dee. Thank you for that. Thank you. Amen. Amen. And of course, amen, amen. Um, anybody else have any questions, comments, prayer requests? Okay. All right. Any Anybody else? Give it one more time. Just in case. Hey, hey, Tony. I want to tell you thank you again. I um, I just uh, you know, I just couldn't get away from. It. I heard that the same thing from my dad, and I had to walk. I had to walk, and you got to get. But he didn't tell me all the lessons that he learned walking. Yeah. Until I got an adult, and after he yeah. said all he said, and now I understand. My mom didn't hold back anything. Yeah, I had to walk till shell peas and all that other stuff. She kept it real, mm-hmm. but he the lesson that I learned from him is that the the lessons that you know sometimes we have to not even sometimes we have to persevere in the midst of um the learning experience that we have but he didn't um tell me until i got grown how fun it was it was hard walking but it was fun you know the yeah. lessons and the things that he learned so i thought that may have been a book that something in a book that they learned when they got to school about how far they had to walk but no it's a true story when our parents lived in the country and, <laughs> yeah you know they didn't have a way to school but i just wanted to you know end on a high note with everything and your prayers um are so um so dope so thank you thank you sister appreciate that uh, yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah, you'd be you'd be, uh, you'd be surprised what you what you can do when um, when quitting is not an option. When quitting is a luxury and not an option. So right. Uh, yeah. Uh, amen. Amen. Thank you for that, sister. Okay, I'll just roll it out there one more time, just in case. But does anybody have any other questions, comments, prayer requests before we close here? Yes, this is Sister Sylvia again. Um, I want to ask for prayer for me and my job. Um, there's some problems going on with the job. I was really excited, you know, a few months ago because I got a job making more money I've ever made. But all money is not good money, and there's some problems going on uh, with the job um, that is uh, having me to just take it to the Lord in prayer if this is the job for me. Um Kind of quite stressful. Um, the everything from the workload to you name it, the expectations, the you know yeah. not being trained properly, and then coming back to me. And so I just asked for prayer this morning for for my job situation and what God has for me if, if this is for me going into the new year. Thank you. Yeah. Of course, let's pray for Susie real quick. Father God, thank you so much for Susie. Lord, thank you so much for her heart. Thank you so much for her ability and her capability. Father Lord, thank you so much that you put her in this new position where she's able to make more money, God, 
where she's at this job, Lord. And thank you so much, Father Lord, uh, that you've put her in this place, God, Lord, where she's able to see that there's different um, problems, that there's different challenges, that there's different opportunities to possibly make things better, Father Lord. The beautiful thing about your people, God, is that you empower them to change. You empower them to change things, God, Lord. And I just I hear that, that you want to use Susie as a catalyst for change, as a catalyst to make things better, God. Use her voice, use her ability, use her technical expertise, use her heart and her compassion to change the situation, God, to change that area, to change that job. And if that job is not for her, God, if you don't want her to be there anymore, then make this painless. Take it off like a Band-Aid, God, quick and easy, God. Have something better ready for her, God. But if you decide that you want Susie there, make her a catalyst for change. She's a world changer, an environment changer, an atmosphere changer. That place will be better because Susie is there, because she brings in the presence of the living God. God may not work there, but Susie does. And because she works there, you work there now, God. So, Lord, I just pray that you make it clear, make it plain to her, God, Lord, and have her choose wisely the things that you have in front of her, God. If it's for her, it's for her. If it's not, it's not. Make it easy. Make it plain. Make it clear, God. We love you. We thank you for Susie. We ask that you cover her. We ask that you be with her. We ask that you speak to her loud and clear, God. We just seal these things over Susie, God. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I didn't want to interrupt you. The prayer was so good, but it's Sylvia. <laughs> Sylvia, I'm so sorry. I don't know okay. where I got Susie from. Yeah. The prayer is still effective. It's okay. Thank you, brother. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. All right. Thank you, Sylvia. Okay. Anybody else? Uh, anybody else has any questions, comments, prayer requests? Good morning, Tony. This is Sonia. I'm back on the line again. So yes, I'm being obedient this morning. And when I uh, spoke earlier and I, I was telling you how soothing your voice was and the prayers that you were saying, and I said, we're also praying for you. I didn't keep going like I was supposed to, but I'm going now because I'm not going to get a whooping by the Lord. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I refuse to do that anymore. The prayer was also, we're going to pray for you. Because it kept hitting me that we also need to pray for you, but also pour back into you because you poured out this morning. And mm-hmm. in our prayer, we're going to cover you. I don't know what the Lord is asking or whatever is going to transpire, but we're going to pray for you. Victory, declare victory is going to pray for you, cover you, because whatever steps are getting ready that you're getting ready to do or whatever. We're going to pray for you, and the Shamar Hedge is going to stay there with you. Mm. So as we go in, you know, Father God, as as I come to you humbly as I am, Lord God, I ask that you remove Sonia out of the way, Lord God, and that as I come before thy throne of grace and the 24 elders are with you, Lord God, as your witnesses, Lord God, as we come before thee in the courts of heaven, my heavenly Father, and just as courts have, Lord God, they are the witnesses, my heavenly Father, Lord God, and 
as they speak, Lord God, and as the blood speaks on our behalf and they speak on before his behalf, Lord God. I ask, Lord God, that they cover him, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Lord God, as the blood speaks, so does the word, my Heavenly Father, because it's pitched in and pitched out, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. Lord God, as you speak to his heart and his mind, Lord God, speak in his hearing, Lord God. Speak in his eyesight, Lord God. Be his speech, Lord God. Be the words in his mind and his heart, Lord God. Lord God, that you said you would go before him, Lord God, that you will be behind him, Lord God. You will be on his ever-leaning side, my heavenly Father, Lord God. Let the words of his mouth and the meditation of his heart be acceptable in your sight, my heavenly Father, Lord God. Lord God, strengthen him, Lord God, on every leading side, my heavenly Father, Lord God. Stand him up, erect and erect, Lord God, in your eyesight, my heavenly Father, Lord God. Lord God, the work and the plans that you have in him, Lord God, let it be in his hands, be at his feet, my heavenly Father, Lord God. Thank you, God. That you recover him him from head to toe, my heavenly Father, Lord God, that you have the helmet of salvation upon his head, Lord God, inscribed with the blood of the Lamb, Lord God, with your word in him, Lord God. The breast of breastplate of righteousness, my heavenly Father, the girdle with truth, Lord God, the shot of peace on his feet, my heavenly Father, Lord, that he carries the shield of faith, Lord God, through the Holy Spirit, Lord God, for he is mighty in you, my heavenly Father, Lord God. I thank you as you cover him, Lord God, that he goes in and out, my heavenly Father, Lord God. Wherever he goes, Lord God, that he will decimate every enemy that will try to come up against my heavenly Father, Lord God. That you will carry him, Lord God, and wherever, wherever he goes, Lord God. Where everybody sees him, my heavenly Father, they will see you, my heavenly Father, Lord God. As he opens up his mouth, Lord God, he will declare your word, Lord God. Even if he does not have to open up his mouth, Lord God, his shadow will declare who you are in him, my heavenly Lord God, as he is mighty in you, my heavenly Father, Lord God, let it be so, Lord God. Lord God, send your healing virtue with him, Lord God. Send your healing virtue, Lord God, that it will be so, Lord God. Lord God, send your joy, your tenderness, my heavenly Father, Lord God. Your loving kindness, my heavenly Father, Lord God. For he is a mighty warrior, Lord God, that is going to do things that you have declared in him, my heavenly Father. Let your joy override everything, Lord God. Let your love be abound and abiding in life, my heavenly Father, Lord God. For you have a mighty man in your presence, my heavenly Father, Lord God. God. I thank you for the things that you're going to do, my Heavenly Father. I thank you for the things you have already done, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. I thank you for the rivers that you're going to pour out in your life, my Heavenly Father. I thank you for the name that you have given, my Heavenly Father. I thank you for the garments you have placed upon you, Lord God. I thank you for the word that is abiding about in you, my Heavenly Father. I thank you for the grace that is abiding in you, my Heavenly Father. I thank you for the blood that is upon him that is within you, my Heavenly Father. For every door that you have opened up for him, my Heavenly Father, I thank you for the doors that you're going to open up for him, my Heavenly Father. I thank you for those that are attaching him, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. And I thank you for those that are going to turn, that you're going to use my Heavenly Father. Lord God, thank you for those that he is going to mentor, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. For he is great and mighty in you, my Heavenly Father. Let the words in your mouth and the meditation of his be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for he will bless you at all times. He will dwell in you, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. He will dwell in you, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, and as I release it, oh God, I declare it, oh God, that it will go to my next 
yeah. glory angel, Lord God. She yes, will declare the word God. in Jesus' name. I yes. only pray, Lord God. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Abba. I thank you, Abba. I thank you, Abba. I thank
of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lamb, hallelujah, that is worthy, hallelujah, to open the book. We thank you and bless you for this. Thank you for this life. Thank you for our brother. And thank you, Lord God, for you answering our prayers. In Jesus' holy and his matchless name, amen. Amen. Amen, amen. amen. Thank, thank you, you guys so much. I appreciate that so much. Um, thank you. <laughs> you, have, uh, you have no idea how much that, that meant and how impactful and how, how timely how timely that was. So um, thank you all so much. I feel very covered. Uh, I feel very protected. <laughs> and I feel very cared and prayed over. So thank you so much. I cannot thank you guys enough. Um, and it's, a, it's always an honor and a pleasure to do this. So uh, thank you for that. Um, nobody prays I declare virtue. I'll tell you that much right now. So nobody does. So <laughs> I appreciate you guys very much. Um, but I'll, I'll go ahead and pray us out. Let me bless you uh, as we go from this place, but not from God's presence. Lord, thank you so much. Lord, thank you so much for everybody who's here, for everybody who listened in, for everybody who was a part of the whole call or just a piece of it, God. Thank you so much. I pray that you take these people, that you bless them, that you bless them, that you bless them, Lord, that you put your right hand of blessing over each and every single one of them, over their families that they represent, Father Lord. I pray that you anoint them. I pray that you cover them. I pray that you bless them at work, bless them with their interactions, interactions with people, God. And I pray that your presence may simmer and burn in their spirit, God, Lord, that they may go from this place, but that your presence is still burning within them, God, Lord, that you're, you're on their lips, you're on their mind, you're on their interactions, you're on their work life, you're on the way that they speak, the way that they think, the way that they do things today, Lord, that your presence may cover every aspect of their day. Lord, thank you, we love you, we worship you, we exalt you, we lift you up above all names, God, Lord, we give you all the praise and all the honor, God. We love you, we thank you, God, and I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Right, everybody, you are Amen. Blessed. Amen. Thank you. Super blessed day, everyone. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, God. Love you Thank all. You. Love you all. Love you. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Yes. Walk in the favor of the Lord. Name above all names. Yes. Thank Dee Dee. Thank Dee Dee. Love you, you Vaughn. Yeah, girlfriend. Happy Friday, girl. Happy Friday, girlfriend. Love you, girl. Love you, girl. Love you, ain't got no voice, but you go ahead and carry it. I got you. I got you. I got you. And that's part of the French house. You, Hallelujah. Yes. Come, on, come on with the vocals. Come on with the vocals. Come on with the vocals. It's the name above all names, worthy of all praise. Huh. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord. How yes, great Lord. is our God. Yes. 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 Oh, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. I thank you. Yes. Thank you, yes. God. Yes. Thank you, God. Y'all going to get it started up. Come on now. Ooh, Ooh, Hallelujah. Oh, Hallelujah. Ooh, Jesus. I can't let go. Oh, yeah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God. Hallelujah. When you think about the Lord and all the goodness. Yes. Y'all don't know. Sweetest name. 
Mm-hmm. Bless your holy name, Jesus. Sweetest name. Sweetest name. The sweetest name. You know how you just want to holler? Hallelujah. Sweetest name. Sweetest name. Hallelujah. He's so sweet. Yes. Hallelujah, God. I thank you, God. We thank you for this life, for this breath, for this right now, God. We thank you for right now, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Praise your name, God. Glory, God. Yeah, you are worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Mm-mm. 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 Thank you, God. Oh, your sweet spirit, oh God. Hallelujah. Yes. Lingers and lovers, oh God. My God. Jesus. He didn't got us started. Uh, and look, y'all know I'm in the closet. I'm in a supply closet. <laughs> I'm not playing. Oh my oh God. God. That thing hit oh me. Oh my God. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I promise, I promise y'all. And I was thinking about how easily I could have been crossing that street and that could have been Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. But I knew to go a different way this morning. I promise you, I didn't yes. even know what happened. Oh, the teacher said, a high-speed chase. I could have been right there. Ooh. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Such an on time God. Never late. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he knew what to do. He knew what to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. what y'all say. It's favorite Friday. It's favorite Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I love y'all. I love you back. Punch on this work clock. Try to do what I can. You and me both. Stay in his presence, though. Hallelujah. Look, look, walk right to my desk. Right here. (laughs) (laughs) Push the button right here, right here. Mm -hmm. Lord, thank you for that. Right. Uh, have a blessed day. Y'all'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll'll
Yeah, because you know, I'm only going to eat spaghetti sauce, so I don't do the noodles. I, give me some I know, I know what you eat, girl. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm just so country. Love you both. Have a wonderful day. Love y'all too. You too. Love y'all. All right. Okay, bye. Love bye. you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.